Hello and welcome to Inside the Mind of, a podcast where I dive deeper into the minds of some of my favorite people and people who inspire me in the wrestling community. I, of course, am your host, Katie Kinsey, and with me today, I am dubbing her Canada's favorite content creator, Miss <laughs> Willow Raven. How are you, dear? I'm fantastic. That's a great intro. I love that. Thank you. <laughs> Feel free to take it, use it however you need. <laughs> so we did a podcast a few months ago and it obviously was a wrestling podcast and with that I kind of want to know when and how did you become a wrestling fan so it's it's really like my my trajectory is very like on and off so okay. I started watching wrestling when I was younger like I was probably like four or five but I have no idea how it happened. No one in my family watched wrestling. Okay. In fact, like I remember my cousins and stuff making fun of me for liking wrestling when I was younger. And for some reason, I was super into it. And like my dad brought me to a wrestling show. It was like a WWF house show. Okay. And uh, Papa Shango was there. And I got so terrified that I started crying. And he took me out, and he was like, I'm never letting you watch wrestling again. <laughs> so I kind of, like, stopped watching wrestling. Um, got back into it in high school when I was dating this guy who was really into it. The first show that I remember, like, we, we started watching was the Raw after Eddie Guerrero died. Ooh. So, like, that was, like, the first, like show that I came back into and that's that's kind of like what I was oh, damn. like experiencing for the first time after not watching wrestling for years and then I I went away uh to college and I didn't have any way of really watching it and then um probably 2014 2015 okay. I got back into it partially because of Total Divas oh um yes love Total Divas and I was like oh like the women are actually doing stuff that's really cool I want to kind of see like it was also like I had started getting um like like forming not relationships but like you know like you you feel like you know these people when you're watching like a reality yeah. show and I was like rooting for them and stuff and I was like well now I feel like I have to support them in another way <laughs> so I'm gonna watch these shows and so I started watching wrestling again and got really into it and then started going to indie shows around 2017, which got me really into wrestling. Um, so ever since then, that's kind of been like my, my little <laughs> journey through wrestling in time. <laughs> I, honestly, and that's the, f the fact that you were so scared of Papa Shango, your dad was just like, uh-uh, <laughs> no, no, we're done. You're done with those. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He <laughs> took me out of the show. And I, like, I went back and looked and, like, um, I I definitely would have had, like, a great show. Like, it, it looked like it had a really good, you know, card. And not that I would have remembered it because I was, like, four. Yeah. But um, I, yeah, just, I ruined it for myself. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, well, think about it like this. If you didn't like get like kind of scared off you wouldn't have came back two other times right yeah so exactly. and total divas okay total divas a yes. fantastic fucking show let's just point that out agreed 
fantastic. Did you have, so, like, out of all of the divas who were on there, did you have, like, a favorite, like, two or three? Definitely the Bellas. Like, I, (laughs) I love the Bellas so much, and, like, I just, I, I don't know, like, there was something about them, like, they were, they're so charismatic, and you can tell how much passion they have for everything that they do, mm-hmm. like whether it's wrestling, whether it's like Birdie B or, um, you know, their, their wine or like whatever. It's everything. just like everything. And they're so like, their, their drive is really inspirational for me. Like I just, I love the divas or, or the Bellas. Um, also love Natty. Um, <laughs> Like I, I have to. My Canadian girl, you understandable, know, understand. Uh, loves cats. Like, how could I not love Natty? You know, <laughs> um, she is so weird, and <laughs> I love her for it. Like, what a, what a little weirdo! And I loved every bit of it. Like, I'm just like, you're, you're such a strange person that, and I, I just like love it she seems so caring Mm -hmm. and like obviously again like very passionate about what she does and like so driven and like I just also like seeing you know she's gone through a lot and her perseverance for it and just like I feel like she's never really gotten her flowers in wrestling despite the fact that she is a fucking workhorse yeah um and but just like seeing her still just be like no i want to like help other women in this industry i want to like further the sport like that's just really cool to me um so yeah though those three for sure um free and nikki and natty for sure and like yeah love trim um oh, love like, trinity just I mean, obviously, her career has taken an interesting path over the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, love her. Love her so much. Oh. Yeah. And, like, just thinking about, like, all of the things, like, all of the weddings that were on Total Divas, like, Brie and Brian, uh, I think, I think Trin and, no, it wasn't theirs. They, they no, they did. Because their dad didn't go. That's right. Their dad didn't go. And then um, they had TJ and Natty's. Of course. And uh, didn't they also have Lana and Rusev? I feel like they had their wedding too. Because they had like one in Bulgaria and then they had another one in like Nashville. Yeah. I think that's where they live now is Nashville. Yeah. Hella weddings. A lot of weddings. Hell of weddings. I think I remember, like, I, I feel like I saw this somewhere, and, like, maybe I'm making this up and I'm starting some drama. I don't know. <laughs> but I remember Natty saying something about how, like, she wasn't planning on having a wedding. And then they were like, we're going to shoot it for you and pay for it. And she was like, oh, okay. So they, like, had the wedding because of the show. Wow. I, honestly, they, that wouldn't surprise me. Because they've been together for so long. that like Forever. They could have gotten married at any point. <laughs> I mean, at this point, they could both could have gotten married when they were, like, 20. Like Right, exactly. They, I think they've been together since they were, like, teenagers. So Yeah, like, since they were, like, 15 or something, which is wild. Yeah, and, like, I love TJ. 
right i really like the best so sad but also like i'm glad that he's been able to find a way to stay in wrestling and like Mm -hmm. continue to um you know help and provide guidance and mentorship and like obviously like anytime that someone's like tj was the one who like produced that match or whatever i'm just like yeah that was a fucking as he as he did yeah (laughs) Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like I I'm always like the same thing with Jason Jordan. Like when injuries like that happen and you you think your career is done, you yeah. get to come back in this space. Jason Jordan I'm pretty sure is like one of their like highest like producers now too. Yeah. Yeah. We were actually talking about that recently because uh we were watching Mania. Of course. And Edge was was there and we were like between like Edge and Brian Danielson and Paige or like Soraya Soraya? Soraya. Why like see <laughs> Dang it. Uh it's okay. and you know, but like there's so many people that we just like never expected to be back. Mm-hmm. And we we were talking, we we're like, do we think that we would see like Jason Jordan back or like TJ? And like I definitely don't think like TJ had like a five percent chance of living or something. Literally, like, like, like please never ever get back in the ring. Yeah. Um, but I was like, yeah, I wonder like who, who might have another chance? Like Corey Graves, I guess is is cleared. I at some point. I remember seeing that. Why his was like a lot of concussion based stuff, from what I remember, because okay. like he did wrestle in NXT and he was an yeah. NXT tag team champion, which a lot of people forget, which okay. is just a wild. And like, listen, Corey Graves now not really my cup my cup of tea, but Corey Graves back then, right? He, I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying, Carmella got a good one, but. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I remember seeing something about him possibly being cleared, and everyone thought he was going to show up in the Rumble. Oh, okay. So, the possibility of people coming back, and in Brian's case, performing at the caliber he has since he came back, like, he's doing 60-minute Iron Man matches almost every fucking week in AEW at this point. (laughs) I know. Oh, God. It's wild. It's, um... I, I I truly like I I am glad that people are especially someone like you know um Soraya who was so young mm-hmm. and like had their um their entire kind of career cut so short yeah getting that other chance like that's that's huge just like on a personal level i just like i just hope so much that everyone is just taking care of themselves like that's the thing that i always worry about and like i and not to bounce around too much or anything but like when i was watching um the uh super card of honor and uh dante like hurt his leg like i I couldn't get back into the rest of the show or even like I watched um, I think after that I think it was spring break and they like opened with a ladder match as well and I was just like 
I I'm so aware when those injuries happen mm-hmm. of like how quickly they can and how quickly it can absolutely devastate someone's career. Yeah. And it really took me out of it because it, it was like a, a, a very like real reminder of that. And I just get so nervous. Like, I watch a lot of deathmatch. I watch, you know, a lot of like flippy shit where people are like doing like crazy splashes and stuff. And it's just like, you have one body. Literally. Please be careful with it. <laughs> like, I'm so nervous for you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like let's let's kind of talk about the the death matches and the indie stuff because you're one of the few people I know, like in the the Twitterverse, um, yeah. that go to a lot of indie shows and go to a lot of like GCW and stuff like that. So you said like 2017, you kind of discovered indie shows. How did you discover them, like in GCW, and your kind of love or fondness of death matches? So I have a friend of mine who she is actually she was the first female mod on Squared Circle on Reddit, which is pretty cool. Okay. And so she has been into wrestling. She's like she knows more about wrestling than anyone I've ever <laughs> met. Like the amount of knowledge that she has, like just at a drop of a hat, will be like, oh yeah, this person's reign was like 462 days, and I'm just like, how do you how do you know that? Like how do you know this? Yeah, how do you know? This? And she. Yeah, and she, like, she knows, like, all different types of wrestling and everything. And she was always going to indie shows locally. And she was like, you should come. Like, you should come out. And I I was like, yeah. The problem that I had, not the problem, but, like, a lot of my, like, hesitance was, like, a lot of the marketing around it, I was like, I'm I don't want to go to like a bingo hall and see like people who can't wrestle. Yeah. And she was like, No, trust me, like it's really good. And I was like, is it though? Okay, <laughs> we'll see. And I got there and I had the fucking best time of my life. And I was like, I I'm I was so mad at myself for letting that like kind of preconceived notion stop me from going to shows because we like we had a very um so i'm like from the east coast of canada so we had like um you know some really great wrestling for a long time Mm -hmm. and we would get like aj styles and like cody rhodes and like samoa joe like when they were still on the indies yeah and at the time like i had no idea who those people were because I wasn't watching it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, I missed out on seeing some incredible people. And so that kind of sucks. So I wish I would have started going sooner. But I'm glad that I did when I when I did. So I started going to shows because of her. Um, and then after the shows, she would be like, well, do you want to come over and watch, like, an old episode of, like, or episode like an old you know show of like gcw or something and um the first death match she ever showed me was nick gage and david arquette oh jesus christ yeah <laughs> what a way to get introduced and, yeah exactly and i was like so not into it. like not into it at all like 
I was so terrified the whole time, and I don't know how, like, I think I just got desensitized eventually, because <laughs> she kept showing me death matches, and I was like, okay, like, this is actually kind of cool, okay. and um, so I started going to uh, GCW shows, I went to my first at uh, the showboat in 2021, uh, it was Fight Club, and it was John Moxley versus Nick Gage as the main event, mm. and okay. just like seeing it live is what got me because we don't have death matches where I am. Like, yeah, that is not a thing. The most that we'll get is like maybe a door, you know? Like, there you go. <laughs> yeah, so we'll get like a door spot. Um, so seeing it live though, I was like, holy shit! Like the energy and just the coordination that it takes to like make someone bleed but not die <laughs> yeah like, it's so impressive to me um but i just find that there's such cool stories and like really cool spots that you can do with deathmatch and i really like i would love to be able to go to more um deathmatch specific shows like i'd love to go to like a no holds barred like okay. show at some point like icw um but uh yeah i ranted a lot i rant a lot that's I'm okay sorry. no this is <laughs> see this is this is something that i always want people to know this is i'm just here to ask questions and yeah. maybe <laughs> give us give a soundbite here and there this is about whoever i'm interviewing you could i had yeah. someone do conspiracy theories at one point and the show went two hours like it it happens you're passionate you're passionate yeah that's that's what we got here <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and uh, so I'm gonna step away for wrestling for a second. Uh, but I know you're a big music person. Yes. Now uh, I know you like record. I-, I follow you on Twitter. I know these things. Like you're a big <laughs> fan of like vinyls and records and stuff like that. Out of like the collection you have, do you have like a favorite or a few favorites, or if you want to like, kind of just talk about your music taste in general? Yeah. So I like. It's funny, people always associate me with wrestling, and I think it's because I just talk about wrestling a lot on Twitter. Yeah. But, like, my main passion in life is definitely music. Like, I've been a musician since I was, like, nine years old. I've been in bands. I've done, like, the singer-songwriter thing. I worked in the music industry for about ten years. So I've worked everywhere from, like, I worked at a symphony for two years. I worked at a jazz festival. I used to book and run a festival where we had 150 bands in five days. I did, like, a nationally televised award show for music. Like, so I worked in the music industry for a long time, and it's, like, something that I'm very, very passionate about. Yeah. And um, so I started collecting records probably in my early 20s. Um, My dad just, like, didn't want his collection anymore. He was like, yeah, I, I just, like... I don't know. I think he he's he's the kind of guy who like doesn't like having a lot of like clutter. I I so knew he, you were gonna say clutter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he was like, because like this is cluttering everything. Like I don't listen to these anymore. I don't I don't want it. So he gave me a bunch of records. His record player, like everything. Like, I still have the same record player, and so I started collecting records from it. Um, and I just love the connection that you have with it because like 
so many times I I skip through songs a lot. Mm-hmm. And sitting down and just putting a record on, like if I'm cleaning or just like, you know, need a little bit of time away from the screen, it lets me really like immerse myself in a, a record the way that the artist wanted me to. Like, yeah. I am like, I love making playlists. I usually release playlists like once, uh, like once every two weeks or so on Mondays, like my Music Monday stuff. And um, like that is something I'm super passionate about. So like just being able to see how an artist like wants you to listen to it in order. Yeah. Um, But like as far as my favorite records go, I so my favorite band of all time is this band called The Exploding Hearts. Ooh, okay. Super tragic story. They released their album, and then a month later, the entire band got into a uh, an accident on the way back from their first show out of t- out of state. Three of them died, and their manager. Oh my um, god! So one surviving member. Like it's so tragic, but one of the best, like amazing records, like incredible power pop. Um, and I was able to find the original print signed by three of the members. Oh, wow. And so that is, like, definitely my most prized, like, one of my most prized possessions in general. Yeah. Definitely in my, like, record collection. Um, just, like, yeah, that, that band means so much to me and like having that is is huge um but yeah so music has just always been something that i'm like really really passionate about and even like it even goes into wrestling like i will like a wrestler based on their entrance theme as you should <laughs> so, like, I'm like Ooh. yeah I'm like oh you chose this song that tells me everything that i need to know about your character and now i'm invested like, so yeah. like off the top of your head do you have like uh, like two or three, like f- like entrance music that kind of just like brought you into liking somebody. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, fantastic. The first time, like that, just like I I can't remember which one it was, but he had one of the entrances where it was like just a violin player. Mm-hmm. Incredible, like Chills. goosebumps, goosebumps, like crazy. Um, <laughs> Sawyer Wreck. Um came out first time I ever saw her and uh she came out to x-ray specs and I was just like yes <laughs> like I fucking love that song I know like immediately I was like feminist icon love it okay <laughs> let's go um and I was like you're going to like wreck shit and I love that um <clears throat> but there's yeah there's just like a lot of like house of black oh um when I first saw, you know, Alistair Black at the time, mm-hmm. I'm still mad that they took that song off Spotify because that was one of my, like, go-to workout so songs. Good. Um, but, like, when I first saw him, I was like, yes. This is, like, love spooky shit. Like, yes! The Undertaker was, like, one of my, like, first, like celebrity icons that like i i like i remember just like being obsessed with the undertaker when i was younger and Mm -hmm. that kind of like helped me love everything that's kind of spooky like in and out of wrestling 
And so when I saw like Alistair Black at the time, I was just like, yes, this is like the fucking new Undertaker. Like, but obviously putting his own spin on it and like he has his own personality. He like the House of Black, just like all of it is just so well put together. Mm -hmm. I like, I just, I love it. And like what they're doing with Julia Hart is so cool. Like, my favorite so cool love her like the trajectory that she's had in character and everything has been such an interesting like storyline yeah and uh, yeah i just like all of it so into it um so yeah i think i think music can be really powerful in a lot of in a lot of ways and like in wrestling as well oh yeah i agree 100 percent. like it's it's definitely one of those things where that can, I don't want to say, like, make or break your experience, but themes that kind of, like, immerse you in it. Like, I always say the Usos theme is one of the coolest things, because you, you can just bounce, and it's just like, hey, yeah. here we go. Like, stuff yeah. like that, like, gets you involved. I I always will love, like, the original Rebel Heart for Johnny Gargano, yeah. and, like, Rhea's old This Is My Brutality with, like, the female singer. Yeah. The one now... Uh, hits but doesn't hit as much uh, so yeah. it's uh, stuff like that is just you you bring me in and then I'm, you're i'm oh, yeah. stuck like I'm, yeah. I'm i'm here forever i'm sorry guys yeah so i um <clears throat> i was able to go to elimination chamber okay and i had one of my subscribers who was there and he found me in the audience and he was like hey i have an extra ticket on the fourth floor or like fourth row on the floor do you want to come sit with me and i was like yes um, so I was on the fourth row on the floor, Elimination Chamber, Montreal, and hearing the crowd sing Sami Zayn's theme, mm-hmm. like nothing like it. Oh yeah, like and and it's so simple. It's just some O's, like yeah, literally. <laughs> you know? But like, it's it's just like you hear it and like the entire place was just so full of energy and like like i knew yeah i knew he wasn't gonna win still doesn't still doesn't hurt it still hurts just as much oh man like i knew he wasn't gonna win but fuck they made me think that they that they might you know and i was like but hearing an entire you know arena just like singing along to it and just like putting every single bit of their like passion and everything behind it was just an incredible experience oh yeah yeah and it's it's not really like the whole song but it's mainly just the woe for cody rhodes yes hearing it live because like i just went to smackdown not that long ago and it was before mania so you know crowd was real amped up and hearing it live and doing it live kind of just like you just get like super excited and like super amped up like you're about yeah. to be in the ring like it's yeah. such a good experience yeah that reminds me like finn's just like the arms yes just the arms <laughs> it's all you need like, all you need like it's just <laughs> i i don't know there's just something about it that um i i just get so hyped up from the entrances and i think it makes such a big difference i i posted about this and i don't know if you know the answer to it Okay. Um, but like Adam Page, yes, 
they switched his theme for like two two matches and then went back um so are you talking about when he had like his death match with mox he well no he had like um yes actually and then he he they had it for like two songs or like two matches and it was like on the pay-per-view and then one after and then they like abandoned it and went back to the old one and i was like i don't know if it's just like people just couldn't get into it maybe uh so i think i know there was one instance and i can't remember if it was before or after the pay-per-view they accidentally played the dark orders new music and he as he was coming out so people were like wait oh my god adam page's new music what is this why would you get rid of the so people lost their collective shit as they do it's the iwc um yeah (laughs) and then i know specifically for the death match they just got i think just like a one-off for him to use that music to the little knowledge that i have (laughs) right okay okay interesting i'm I'm like also speaking of entrances i'm so sorry i'm like no please like the guns many men Uh, dude i like speaking of entrances that make an impact through the song like i i never gave a shit about the guns true i don't i don't really like they're there and i'm like all right you're doing what you need to do and like you're advancing some plot i guess with your dad and like good for you and i'm just like i i've never like cared about them in any like way yeah they came out and i was like are they my new favorite tag team? <laughs> like they ha- like it's not it's not just the entrance itself. It's like that song somehow gave them the con- like some crazy confidence. Like yeah, the the look on their faces, the way that they carried themselves, all of it seemed elevated. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that was just like based solely on the strength of that song and like their entrance for it. Um, I thought that was just a really cool moment. I, th- those are two people. That is a tag team. I never in my wildest dreams thought would come out to many men by 50 cent. <laughs> two little white boys from California coming out to many men. I was like, excuse me? I was so. And it really had me thinking, oh, fuck, FDR is really leaving, huh? Like, but like, yes. oh, they'll just go to ROH, kind of pull that thing. But that is totally what I thought was going to happen. Because you don't just you don't just give them that, right? And then you have them lose. That's fucked up, TK. That's fucked up. I know. <laughs> I know. I was like, I was like, oh, Tony shelled out some money for this. They're they're staying champs. Like- yeah. <laughs> like realistically, how much money? Do you think that song cost for a one-off? I don't know because, like, it's it's really interesting, like, to know what licensing costs. Like, yeah, there's so many things that go into it, and like, it goes from like who it is to like how much they're using it. Mm-hmm. What, like, it's it's really interesting. Like, a friend of mine, her dad was in um, Cutting Crew which uh okay i just died in your arms tonight yeah and so like it's so interesting like it was licensed for the 
Batman Lego movie or Lego Batman and like a few other like big movies and stuff and like it's always interesting it's always like both more and less than you think it's going to be because a lot of it has to do with um like how many how much residual you're getting after the fact so that's also comes into play um I I don't know a lot about licensing because we didn't do a lot of it um when I the different places that I worked at but I Mm -hmm. I did like facilitate conferences for people who licensed music and like to see artists and like things like that but I don't so yeah no I don't know I I was just like genuinely curious if you had like just a random number because I saw somebody like putting some numbers out there I was like I don't know if that's really right but yeah I don't know I don't know. I, I, I don't want to put I don't want to put a number out there because I don't want to be that person and then someone's going to be like, Willow. Like, guess excuse, what? You're excuse me. Wrong. Like, the glass yeah, is exactly. pushed up. Like, yes. actually? People like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> so so I'm, I'm saving myself from that. <laughs> you know what? Good, good answer. Good answer. I, I, yeah. I, I like that one. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So let's kind of talk about, uh, I called you Canada's favorite content creator for a reason. Uh, let's kind of, let's kind of dip our toes into the content creation. Um, uh, I know that you do uh, something different every week or every day of the week yeah. on your pages, like Music Mondays, which music girl, I understand. I'm getting a whole music sleeve eventually. So like, I understand love it uh so do you kind of want to talk about how you decided to do something different every day for your subscribers and everything or even how you go from the music industry for 10 years to spicy content maybe yeah (laughs) yeah so okay so let's start there um so i worked in the music industry for like yeah um technically like i've been helping like promote shows and stuff since i was like 13 like i was in the (laughs) diy scene um, when I was younger and like would do a lot of like local um, all ages shows and things and then uh, I went to university and like college for music business okay um, and then worked in the industry for a long time the thing with the music industry it's it's very like especially here um, there's not a lot of full-time jobs um, mm. I was very lucky I've I was never on contract. I always had like a full time, but like, for example, I worked at probably the largest, um, like music organization in, in the East coast of Canada. And we had two of us that were actually full time non-contract. Everyone else was on contract. It was me and the executive director. They were the only full time employees. Um, so it's very difficult to find a job, but it's also like, there's so many egos. in the music industry like I had people call me and like tell me that I had single-handedly ruined their like their career because I had put them on at 9 30 p.m instead of 9 45 p.m for a showcase like things like that um it gets to be very difficult and so I left um for a few years I worked uh actually for universities for several years and I was doing events and it was, that was, that was tough. It was like, we were running about 180 events a year. Okay. Um, 
And like there was one point that I worked six weeks every single day, like every day for six weeks, including weekends, not a day off. And so I got really burnt out and I ended up taking a three month stress leave. Okay. And during that time, I was like, well, what, what am I doing? Like, what am I, what can I do with my days? Mm-hmm. And like, how can I like make a bit of money? Um, and so uh, I actually had talked to like a wrestling friend of mine and I was like, I think I want to start an OnlyFans, but I don't think anyone's interested. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I look, he was like, I will sign up as your first subscriber, but I promise you that people are interested. And I was like, I don't know, like, we'll see. So I decided to sign up. Um, I told myself that if I could get like 24 subscribers in 24 hours, I would give it a month. Okay. And then I got 50 subscribers in 12 hours. Jeez. And I was like, <laughs> okay, like may- maybe there's something there. And so um, I started, yeah, just doing, making content. And at first it was very much like, like part of the reason that I took so long to get into content creation was that I honestly didn't think that I would have one interest from people, but two, I, I didn't think that I would have the creativity to like come up with content all the time. Yeah. And that's where the the daily themes came in. Okay. Because it gives me a little bit of structure. So I know that like on Wednesdays, it has to be wrestling related. On Fridays, it's a little bit more BDSM. On Saturdays, I have my story time. So like mm-hmm. I like share a sexy story or like an adventure that I've been on. Mm-hmm. And it gives me something to plan and like, gives me that bit of structure that isn't just like okay uh for the next three weeks i guess just shoot in lingerie and hope that it looks good (laughs) this way i'm like okay i'll hold a record and i'll talk about that record i will show off some wrestling merch but it also is a way for me to like inject my work with things that i'm passionate about and that are very much about me and so i think it has like a few things that it does like one it gets people to get to know me a little bit better which i think is always good like i tell people who want to be in this industry like you can have the best fucking tits in the world you can have the prettiest face it doesn't matter if you don't have something that makes people want to support you and i think that the most important thing is honestly your personality Mm-hmm. because that's what makes people like you can see like someone fucking someone on the internet anywhere yeah literally so, twitter right like <laughs> yeah no, people put it on twitter for free like you yeah. can find it anywhere so what are you bringing to the table that's making someone actually want to spend like this is a luxury industry you know like people are it's not a necessity porn is not a necessity mm-hmm. and so what are you doing that is like making someone be like oh i do want to pay ten dollars a month to sign up to you and a lot of that for me has been people like liking me on twitter or like instagram or whatever 
liking my personality and being like, yeah, I also, I want to support you in some capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that, that's part of it is like showing off my personality in that way. Um, but it just makes it fun for me. Like I, I like being able to incorporate all these things that I'm really genuinely passionate about. Like the fact that I get to talk about music as my job. Yeah. That rules. Like I get to go to wrestling shows for my job. Awesome. (laughs) Like there's no downside to it. So that's, that's been really like, part of it for me um and then it's also just like i i owe a lot to the indie scene for what it's brought to me like i've had so many amazing friendships and moments because of indie wrestling mm-hmm. and so for like wednesdays i do wrestling wednesdays i buy merch from wrestlers to show off on my platform and it's like if if like one person sees me wear like I don't know like a a shirt from Alley Catch and then they're like I wonder who that is and then they go and look out some of her matches like mm-hmm. that's cool like I got to support you know yeah. a wrestler both financially and also like be able to hopefully bring new fans to them like that's that's a cool thing for me so um that's partially why i have those theme days it's like to keep me on track but also to just like have things that i'm i enjoy talking about no and that definitely is it's something that if you look at like someone's only fans or something you don't see that you just see yeah. like oh pictures of my boobs and this and that and then yours is very much like you said it's creative it's people getting to know you personally and like learning about and your personality is fucking awesome so like why people wouldn't want to know more about you is beyond me (laughs) and like like you said like you get to talk about your passions music and wrestling and you get to you know have fun with it yeah that's yeah that's like the biggest thing i think to me like it's been (laughs) teased but like if i ever do like those like ngl things yeah people are always like oh when are you starting an only fans i'm like um i don't there's this thing called like confidence that like i have maybe once a week i don't right. <laughs> like it's it's a thing that's like come across my platform a little bit recently because every once in a while you post a little thirsty trap on the twitters and people are like oh my gosh she's posting only fans no it's it's all just stuff in my phone that i take for myself if i feel confident you know what i'm saying yeah yeah yeah, sure so Um, oh go ahead sorry oh i was gonna say i will say that having this job has actually increased my confidence like tenfold okay because I have always been like very self-conscious of myself and my body and it's it's like I have to like show off and Mm -hmm. so there's so many parts of me that like I have always like really disliked like I don't like my nose I'm not a big fan of my nose I literally had someone send me $10 yesterday asking just for a profile photo of my nose because they were like, I really love it. And I was like, like, things like that, I'm like, oh, like, 
people appreciate the things that I don't necessarily love about myself. And that's made me more confident is like having, um, I don't know. I, yeah. It's, it's hard to, to explain, but it's, it's kind of like, it's very validating in some capacities. Um, there's also like a lot of really rough days because like, I take like 200 photos and then I post 10 of them and there's a lot of ankles that I don't like seeing myself in. There's a lot of clothing that I don't like seeing myself in and like things like that. But, um, like, yes, for the thirst traps, (laughs) keep taking thirst traps. I love it. Like I, I took so many for so long without ever monetizing it just because it was like, it makes me feel better about myself to like, Mm-hmm. see myself in like i'm i'm in sweatpants and a t-shirt right now like that I, is what i usually wear like yeah i'm in a tank top yeah. and sweatpants like it <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and so it's like being able to see myself in this other way mm-hmm. and like being able to like express my sexuality in some ways like has yeah made me a little bit more confident and that's not me being like you should get an only to like boost your confidence like don't don't do that (laughs) but I'm like I don't think I don't think that like someone having um like feeling like they're not confident enough to do it like it it comes with it like it it builds because like I sure as hell wasn't like I was like so scared of posting my first nude like I was so worried about it yeah um but like yeah the the confidence comes with time yeah i feel like that's that's very good advice yeah and this is something uh, like so these next three questions i always ask people in any capacity because i've done mainly podcasters but a few people who are kind of just like in this you know the the twitterverse the wrestling twitterverse the iwc if you will um so do you just have any advice in general or about anything you do or if someone wants to pursue a passion any advice you kind of just want to give to the people watching or listening um that's hard that's a that's a hard one because it's like so broad right but like yeah. i think i think the biggest thing is like i see a lot of people taking to Twitter to be negative. Mm-hmm. And I think if you want to, you know, in any in any kind of capacity, if you want to be a podcaster, if you want to do, like, YouTube, if you want to be a content creator or anything, like, I th- it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, you, uh, you know, you catch more flies with honey. Like, I think being a little bit like not and that's not to say that like you shouldn't complain about like bad booking or something but it's like there are some people who just make their entire world so negative heavy yeah yeah um like i i just tweeted about how like i feel like we're in hell because like i'm just reading through and everything is just like the worst news I've ever wanted and I'm like I don't want that yeah to ever like I okay this is gonna get real deep for a second let's go um 
when I was in high school, I worked at Starbucks and the Starbucks that I worked in was in a chapters, which is like a book. Uh, okay. So, yeah, in Canada. And um, I had a girl who worked at chapters who was like, you were the most negative person I've ever met in my life. And I was like, that sucks to hear. Yeah. That like, you know, apparently like this person didn't want to be around me because they were like, all you talk about is bad things that are happening. And it's like having this job, especially where I like have to kind of like stop myself from being like, okay, Willow, don't, don't shit on everything. Like keep those inside thoughts and like think of something positive. Mm -hmm. And like the amount of people that have like messaged me and been like, I really like your content and stuff because like it, it makes me forget about the shitty things that are happening. Yeah. Um, so much of it is escape, right? Like, yeah. Porn, wrestling, music, like all of it. Video games, whatever your your hobby is. Like, I I used to run a pinball league, for example. Like, you know, a lot of different um, hobbies and activities. It's like you're using that as an escape. Mm -hmm. And so I think if you want to be like some kind of um, you know a personality, but like. I think especially as a content creator and like specifically for porn you don't you don't want to be like uh everything sucks anyway how's your boner doing like, <laughs> I, I, I want somebody to try that though out of sheer curiosity <laughs> now I need someone to try that <laughs> right it's like it's like oh how do I like that that's just kills the vibe that kills the boner um, that's what it does kills the boner <laughs> so like and don't get me wrong i i can be sassy and i can be like you know a bit of a bitch and like i i won't like let people walk all over me or anything but um i think sometimes just like realizing what should be an inside thought or like a close friends list thing i, I get it <laughs> um yeah yeah um but because this this is why it's a business mm -hmm. and if i was you know if i was following like a clothing business and then somehow i'm hearing about like their divorce from their husband <laughs> i'm just like it's like where did this come from where did this come from i just want to buy your pants <laughs> i'm just um, trying to buy jeans yeah like i just <laughs> want to buy some socks i don't know like i'm sorry i'm sorry diane for your divorce i don't Not know diane <laughs> but like um you know content creation is a business and like i think i think that's one of the things that like changes between are you a content creator or are you someone that has an only fans yeah um like this is my full-time job and I've treated it as a full-time job, even when it wasn't my full-time job. Yeah. And um, I think that comes a lot with, like, working in the music industry, like, being in a band and being like, this is our brand. This is our marketing for our brand. And, like, so that's kind of the, the advice that I would give is, like, treat it as a business because that is what it is. Like, 
how how would you want a business to portray itself like and I always kind of hate talking about it because I feel like it's very insidery and I'm like I make it sound like I I treat everything like customers and like business oriented but like that's that's what it is Mm -hmm. like this is a job and like I will fuck anyone up who says that it isn't because (laughs) I this is the hardest job I've ever had but it's also the most rewarding and it's the one that makes me the happiest that I've ever had um but it's it's like if you want to be successful in it you have to treat it like a business no yeah yeah I I, I've been saying for a while now so like this podcast just hit uh we're going on two years of just me and Savannah my co-host on the weekly show and I have said on numerous occasions to numerous people, th- podcasting, for some reason, is the only thing that literally gives me serotonin in my life right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I've, like, created this little tiny, very tiny, empire of the Sheila yeah. Showcase. And I I just did, let's see, Thursday, Friday, two on Saturday, and then today, five podcasts in, like, four days. Yeah. Because it's something that I like to do. Yeah. And occasionally I go on a rant here and there about things that piss me off, specifically people. It's like people in the So do I. It's it's like sometimes it's hard to like not. Like you can only let it sit there for so long. You're like, yeah. if I don't let this out, I'm going to explode in on someone 100%. undeserving. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so like, I definitely I definitely understand what you're saying. Like you do kind of have to treat whatever it is you're doing whether it be the only fans or podcasting like i would like to eventually get to the point where i'm interviewing wrestlers like that's kind of my goal right. uh, slow process but i've only been doing the this interview stuff for a year yeah so it's something that i'm growing on and i'm very much just like i will swear i try to be more professional in the interviews but then I, I don't really call them interviews. It's just conversations. It's yeah. So it's something I'm still trying to work on. But I understand exactly what you're saying, though. Like you do kind of have to sometimes focus it more in a business type aspect. Yeah, and like I said, I mean, like if people can decide what works for them too, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I I wouldn't ever tell someone to be like, don't be yourself or anything like that. Um because i think that that's when it becomes so obvious that you're not being genuine is like if you like are just just on a brand message and that's Mm -hmm. all you say like that is just as bad as like being too personal but like um i think there's just like there has to be a balance and like you have to treat it in in a specific way um but like I've had people who, you know, are in this industry and are far more successful than I am and have told me things that I am doing wrong that I don't want to change. Like, I've been told that I need to dye my hair, like, black or brown so that it's not as, like, alternative because I'm, like, you know, um, I'm cutting my audience down by not being as mainstream as I could be in my looks. Um, but it's like, eh, that's the, you know, this is something that I really enjoy. And I actually think that it's part of my brand. It is. And so, yeah. So I'm like, no, I think I'm going to keep it. Um, so like, 
everything is always grain of salt, right? Yeah. Like your mileage might, may vary, etc. Um, but I just like I just see so many people, especially with like with OnlyFans, um, and and other like I'm also on loyal fans. Let's let me just say <laughs> loyal fans is like far superior uh, to OnlyFans, but is not as much of a well-known brand so that's why i usually just say only fans but mm -hmm. like i see a lot of people who like will post like three weeks worth of just like post about their personal life and then they're like also i have an only fans it's like right but if you want that to be your job mm -hmm. you have to to like treat it as such yeah and so that's like my my like people who have an OnlyFans versus like an OnlyFans creator. I, I get what you're exactly. saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so I have a lot of thoughts, but, <laughs> but that's okay. Maybe maybe <laughs> we'll do another one, uh, sometime this year, and you can kind of just like express everything you need to. <laughs> yes, I would love that. Um, we will definitely do that. I, yeah, I would love that. I like. I honestly would love to do like a seminar or something. But like, I've only been in this game for like two years. I don't think that I'm like in any position to give a bunch of people advice. But I have thoughts. <laughs> that's that's how I feel too. Like I've only this is only my third year podcasting in general. Yeah. And yeah. people are like, "That's it." I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> uh -huh. I started because of pandemic. I don't know what to tell you. Right. <laughs> like. But like it's it's so much work and I think people don't recognize how much it is like I would love to have you know a podcast or like a, a YouTube channel or something and I'm like I don't have the capacity to do that I don't have the knowledge like yeah. like I don't know how to edit shit and like it takes a lot of you know skills and and time and like it there's there's so much that goes into it so like yeah fucking good for you for doing it for as long as you have because like I would have probably tapped out after like two weeks that's like the first time I'd, I'd have to like edit something I'd be like oh my god I don't want to hear myself again like no <laughs> yeah. yeah it's it's the the hearing yourself after the fact you're just like oh man that's rough but like yeah. so thankfully like I the weekly recap I do it's live so I literally don't right. have to edit anything. I just put it straight up to YouTube, straight onto the other platforms. Yeah. And this, I literally just add an intro and an outro, and that's it. Because, like, these aren't live, yeah. because having a live audience, I feel like, would distract me. ADD is real, so, like, I can't focus. I try and give all my focus to the person I'm interviewing, talking yeah. to, whatever. Yeah. So, like, having a second laptop open to try and moderate, no. I can do that once a week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's about it. Here, here. <laughs> so, I always like hearing the answers to these two questions out of just, like, curiosity for people. So, if you could have a, like, the table for three thing they had on the network. So, it would be you and three other wrestlers, dead or alive, who are you picking and why? Okay, Nikki Bella, straight up. Okay. Um, just, like, love her, think she would be so fun, and um, I think people don't often 
Like, people still give the Bellas so much shit. Of course. And I th- I think they were so integral to where the women are now. Yeah. Um, and still are. And so, anyway, I, I would love to have Nikki on. Um, here's the thing. <laughs> okay. I'm well aware that like a, a lot of my my wrestling uh, loves are probably not great people in real life. Like, um, understandable. <laughs> you know, like I like my my top two are Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker. Do I want to have a conversation with <laughs> The Undertaker? I don't think we'd have a whole lot in common. Um, Fair. Fair. You know. So it's it's hard to say. Um, okay, so definitely Nikki though. Mm-hmm. Um, Mercedes Monet. Okay. Yeah. Um, just because she's had such an interesting past year. Yeah. And would love to just have more of her thoughts on on everything and like i'm also i'm going to assume that this dinner is like closed so that i can get all the gossip oh it's literally just you and the people it's there's no one else there yeah so i want i want to hear everything that went on all the gossip i want to know yeah um and probably Sami Zayn. i just like i I think he's such an amazing person. Like everything that he's done with like Sammy for Syria. Yeah. Is so inspiring. And like, I just, I want the very best for that man as a person. Like, mm-hmm. um, so I think those would be my three. It's, it's like people that I think are very inspirational and that, have a lot to say and a lot of stories that they and like knowledge that they could provide but also just like people that i think are cool to hang out with yeah like i i i've never i've never been the like even with music like i've never been the kind of person who is like oh i i like need to meet this person because of who they are in their career yeah um although i did cry when the undertaker walked by me I, but like anybody would it's yeah, like that's not yeah. just you <laughs> I, I was not expecting it i was also a little drunk so like, oh well then def- tears were <laughs> the flowing yeah the, the emotions were not in check um <laughs> i burst out crying when the undertaker walked next to me um but yeah i i just like i i'm just like who would i think would be cool to hang out with and those yeah. those are three of them. Yeah. I, I feel like it's a solid three. Uh I feel like just the conversations between you guys would be hysterical. I hope so. Like especially for Sammy cuz un- like comedy-wise, he's so underrated sometimes. Like yes. everything like with Usi and just being like my dog and like the whitest voice possible <laughs> just was so good. Like he made Roman of all people crack like that's yeah. top tier. Well done, Sam. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, like, I, I agree. agree. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, and I also just, like, love hearing who people pick. It's always, like, my favorite thing, because people are like, oh, well, this was my favorite wrestler growing up, this is my favorite wrestler now, this is someone I just want to kind of talk to. It's it's always just different reasoning, and I always just love hearing yeah. why people pick who they pick, you know? Yeah. There's, like, you know, I... Like, Sean is my number one... He... I'm pretty sure is the reason I have terrible taste in men. Like, he was my first crush, and, like, he... out of curiosity would you have dinner with sean from like the 90s early 2000s <laughs> Contemplate. you know i i might honestly i don't blame you yeah something I about might. him in the 90s just like right hit yeah um <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> we'll leave that. We'll leave we'll, that. We'll leave it at that. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> uh, so, if you had to, at this either at this current moment in time, or a specific moment in time, or your entire life, if you could write an autobiography, what would be the title, and kind of why are you picking that title? Wow. That is a good question. I ask it to um, everybody, and I always love hearing that reaction, so thank you. <laughs> yeah, wow. I, like, joke about it all the time. Like, I always, like, I'll, like, write a little tweet where I'm like, where did I put this? The Willow Raven story. <laughs> um, you know? Okay, I think I have my answer, and it's because this is what I was thinking of calling my podcast if I ever had one. Okay. Because of course. Okay. Here's 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 why. Um I feel like I've had a lot of like weird things happen to me in my life <laughs> that sound like they're plots of a sitcom. <laughs> to the point where I had a coworker who was like, you know, if I hadn't been sitting next to you for four years, pretty much every day, I would think you were a pathological liar. <laughs> because the things that happen to you don't sound real. <laughs> You're just living in a movie. Just really weird things that happen to me. Um... And, like, every time that it happens, I'm just like, yeah, of course. Like, <laughs> of course. And, like, of course that would happen to me. And I think that that's, like, because of course. Like, that's that's why it's happening. Um, so I think yeah. that. I think that's fucking perfect. <laughs> Thank you for humoring me. <laughs> oh, I mean, but, like, it, so that's, so I always tell people, like, it'll draw people in it's like oh because of course interesting like why is this like what is this about yeah i think that's a great idea 
thank you. I yeah, I don't know. I I I'm, I have a really hard time thinking about it. Um, I'm also more of like a a cover person. Like I'm. Descri- I'm describe it. Like I don't know what the cover would be. <laughs> um, I need I need some time, but. I absolutely judge a book by its cover. Like, I will pick up a book based solely on the cover every time. Mm-hmm. Same thing with records. And I have rarely been wrong. Like, I have a patented, like, how to pick a record that I know is going to be good. And it's usually, like, are they wearing a leather jacket or a jean jacket or, like, a striped shirt? Do they, <laughs> like, have, you know, some song called, like, teenage heart attack or something is it released between 1971 and 1982 it's probably going to be great um i have like a very specific like i love that though (laughs) yeah um so the cover would be very important but i don't know what it would be yet that's okay you don't you don't you're not gonna tell me now if you think about it just dm me Yeah. Yeah. I want, I want just a little, just a little blurb about me. That's all I need. Just my name. Uh, You know what? Yeah. Happy to. Happy to add you to the, to the thank you list. Acknowledgements. Oh my God. Does that mean I'm Roman Reigns? Are you acknowledging me right now? Yes. Yes. Hell yeah. Love that. Oh, that was amazing. (laughs) So I, this is something I always ask people too, out of like genuine curiosity. Uh, it's like I told you before, this is coming out today. Uh, <laughs> look at me go. And uh, do you have any like future plans to be on other podcasts in the next few months, or anything you kind of just want to like you know like a show you're going to that you want to kind of just promote or anything? Um. I don't have anything planned. I have I have someone locally who wants to shoot a podcast with me soon, but we haven't decided on anything yet. Okay. Uh, I'm always open to it. I love doing podcasts and, like, you know, any kind of interview. I love doing them. I think it's really fun. Um, so if anyone listening is interested, please reach out. Um, I am really hoping to be at Tournament of Survival um for gcw okay first weekend of june okay it is going to be real expensive for me to go because the showboat is for some reason like a thousand dollars which the 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 elevators don't work there's no microwaves there's no fridges this hotel should not be that expensive what Um, in tarnation is happening out there (laughs) i'm so confused (laughs) they open that water park and suddenly they're just charging so much um but i'm hoping to get to tos uh if anyone is interested in helping me fund that please sign up to my pages uh or send me some tips please (laughs) um yeah uh that's that's kind of what i've what i've got planned is hopefully tos okay in june yeah okay yeah and now willow this is the chance you get to ask me anything you want to know it can be podcast it can be personal i'm an open book i do not care this is now your time to ask me anything you would like to know 
Oh my gosh. Okay, I have so many questions actually. Go for it. But like, I'll, I'll try and like narrow it down to just one. I don't want to like uh, take up all of your time. That I mean, um, I I got time. <laughs> <laughs> I, like I'm, I I like a lot of the questions that you've asked me, and so I'm like curious, but I I don't want to like repeat the questions. So like, let me. Okay, I have I have one. Okay. If you had a movie based on your life what song would you use for the uh for the preview for the trailer that's not where i was expecting this question to go and i like it i thought it was gonna be like oh who's gonna play you in a movie and i'm always just like no no." (laughs) everyone always asks that one no i want to know what what the trailer song is going to be to like set the tone Because it's got it's so like, I'm really into like pop punky like early two thousand music, like okay. Fall Out Boy I've seen live like four times. Amazing. So, so I feel like it has to be something like that. But like, what song? That's the problem. Because <laughs> like you don't want to. Because my life is a roller coaster a lot of the time, so you don't want to make it too sappy and you don't want to make it too like right. what kind of action movie is this when right. it's not that <laughs> um <laughs> I feel oh fuck I don't know <laughs> I'm just like staring into the ether trying to figure this out um well so one of my favorite songs of all time is called Anywhere But Here by Mayday Parade okay so I feel like I mean it's not like super slow. It's got some beat to it. I feel like I feel like that could be a good trailer song. And if nobody's heard it, like I highly recommend Mayday Parade's one of my all time favorite bands. I've seen them live like eight times. Oh, I've wow. I've met them, got their autograph. Love them in pieces. So I would say anywhere we hear by Mayday Parade is the trailer song for the the movie of my life. Which oh god. I love that. Thank you. Yay! <laughs> now you now you have it in your head. Like sometimes I just like walk around. Sometimes I I play like uh, the Buffy the Vampire Slayer theme song when I'm like walking around at night, oh just God. because I'm like if anything happens to me, I am ready. Right. I am ready to throw down. <laughs> like I'm. Let's go. Um, Loved Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yes, it's my it's my ringtone. Um. <laughs> that's am- amazing a fun fact about me um yeah <laughs> that's awesome yeah <laughs> you got anything else you wanna yeah ask okay me? um who is a wrestler that you've never seen live but you would like to that's actually funny I just tweeted that not that long ago oh I, because I, I was just, it was like right after Mania, and I was just like, all right, there's too much negativity up on this page. I'm gonna, I was just like, to get away from negativity for a minute, and I asked people, I was like, well, who's someone, past or present, you never got to see live or want to see live, and you haven't? And my first answer was Carmelo Hayes. Okay. I love that man for a multitude of reasons, because, you know. But, and I've, <laughs> I haven't got to see, like, the newer, like, NXT kids live or anything yet. 
I went to an NXT house show in, like, fucking 2017. That was back when, like, Undisputed Era was still a thing. Right. And, like, Tommaso Ciampa was champion. So, yeah. that was the last time I really got to see, like, the NXT kids. And Carmelo Hayes, is, he, he he's right. He is him. Like, he is the epitome of a star. So, he's one person I would love to see live. That'd be nice. great. I hope I can make that happen. Well, maybe I'm yeah. trying to go. To, I'm trying to go to Mania next year, so maybe I'll go to the NXT show beforehand too, if he's still there, yes. or he might even be on the Mania card. Who knows? We I mean, here. like, I feel like WWE is about to have a lot of shakeups. Um, we will see where people land and what happens. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was actually like surprised. Triple H was like a draft. I was like. But you guys don't stick to it anyways. There's no brand split. You guys can't... No. It's not real. Ugh. It's terrible. <laughs> it's like, I, I mean, cool. Well, I, wanted I, NXT, I wanted NXT call-ups anyways, but, like, if you're gonna give them to me this way, fine. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Disrespectful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Carmelo is definitely, like, the top of my list. Or just a lot of people in NXT in general. Yeah. I'd love to see. What? Okay, I have another question. Okay. Um, when do you feel you're most confident? Ooh. Oh. Um. It's... See, like, I want to say podcasting. Because sometimes I'm just like, you know, like, I'm in my shit. I'm ready to go. I'm, I'm feeling it. And it's crazy because I have a fear of public speaking. Oh. Yeah. I know. <laughs> so, like, you can kind of see. I just, I feel like I have, I haven't, like, confirmed it with a doctor or anything, but I think I have, like, rosacea where my cheeks are just always pink, and that's the okay. reason. But if I'm doing this or, like, any type of podcast, my cheeks are always red because I'm nervous. Aww. And I'm consistently like that's why I started wearing rings when I podcast so I can play with it and help me focus yes. instead yeah. of you know picking at my nails like I used to. Yeah, which I'm trying not to do a lot. I still do occasionally, but yeah. so and like I had to take a public speaking class in college and like it was I had to and I was just yeah. like up there like okay guys this is what we're gonna talk about. <laughs> but thankfully for that I got to like pick my own topics and I did. Like, the history of music festivals for one of my speeches, ironically enough. Um, and I was in chorus for, like, fifth grade to my senior year. So, like, I was on stage. I had solos. And I was just, like, yeah. shaking, holding a microphone because I was scared. But it was something yeah. I loved to do. Yeah. Uh, but I think over these, it's like I hit three years in August? Okay. Of podcasting, oh, shit, we're coming up on four. Uh, so we're coming up on the third. Oh, we're coming up on the third. Yeah, okay, coming okay. up on the third in August. I I don't remember like the the date, but I will always remember it was the same raw that Dominic Mysterio debuted. Amazing. Because I ended up doing like a raw recap with the old podcast I was with that night, so I'll always remember that. And Dominic yeah. and I are the same age. Well, he just turned twenty six. I turned twenty seven this year. Which is just fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but, so, I think 
as slowly, like, I've definitely grown more confident doing this. Yeah. And especially if I'm comfortable, it's also, like, comfortability with the people I podcast with. Like, yeah. you're amazing. This has been awesome. <laughs> and, like, I have, like, this core group that, like, I usually podcast with, like, the show we were on. I'm not even a part yes. of that show, but I'm on every week. Okay. Like, yeah, like, people associate me with their podcast, and I'm like, oh, see, it's funny, I'm just on every week because, like, this is something I like to do, and I like talking to them. Yeah. So it's, like, them, and then, like, two other podcasts, like, I'm super close with, like, we all have, like, little group chats, and I've got to meet, like, 90% of them in person. Awesome. Like, this past year, and, like, the first time I went to Vegas for SummerSlam, So, it's definitely, like, a comfortability factor, and that definitely helps how confident I am. But it's definitely podcasting. Like, to the long story short, I went, I told you, ADD is real today. I don't know what's going on. No, it's all good. I love hearing about it. I love hearing the journey. Like, I love that. Yeah, that's... And it's funny, because, like, I've had my own, like, inside the mind of, but I was also doing shots during it. Okay. Oh, it... Oh, it was a turn. It it really yeah, that, uh, that, that opens you up. <laughs> yeah, there is a clip that is taken very much out of context every time because um, <laughs> Matt, who is on the podcast, he was basically like me in that situation. He gathered questions from all of our friends, and he wouldn't tell me who asked them. So I would answer the question and have to figure out who asked me, and if I got it wrong. I had to take a shot. I got them all wrong. (laughs) I started taking, like, quarter shots because I was like, I'm gonna die. And I did throw up that night, in case anybody was wondering. No. It was was bad news bears. How many shots did you have to take? Uh, like, 15. (laughs) Of Pink Whitney, mind you. And it's awful. What is Pink Whitney? It's a vodka. Uh, maybe they don't have it in Canada. Um, it's like a vodka, but okay. it, so some people like my sister absolutely loves it, and I'm like, you're the devil because that is disgusting. <laughs> I it it's I think it's like some type of vodka. It's not. It was big on TikTok for a while, so everyone kind of just like bought it. And I was at the liquor store one day, and I was like. I'll try it. And then that's, like, the only alcohol I had. And I was just like, oh, fuck, I have to do shots of this? God damn it. That's a lot of shots. I'm so concerned for your liver, but, like, I'm glad that you're here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that was not a fun night. No. Um, That's that's also one of the reasons, like, I can't do Pink Whitney, because if I throw a permit, it's a big no-no. Yeah, yeah. I, I would not, uh, I would probably never drink that again. No, I, I, it is, it is, once I finished it, I was like, this, I'm never buying this again. I should yeah. just burn it, but <laughs> I have the bottle, because I'm just like, I don't know what to do with these. I also just drink, like, yeah. uh, I can do just straight shots of vodka, but it has to be, like, like, the brand I use is Svedka, and it's okay. blue raspberry vodka, because Blue, like, the color blue, like, the way I explain this, the color blue just tastes good, if that makes any sense. Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> like, explaining that to people, like, I get the craziest looks, like, what the fuck do you mean, the color blue, t- like, what drugs are you on? 
No, I None. get it. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's definitely like one but yeah that that's on the channel but i tell people don't even go watch it it's it's not worth it you don't want to like i said clips taken out of context because matt asked me a fuck mary kill question and i was just like oh i'll fuck goldberg because he knows i hate bill goldberg with a burning passion so my friends uh, decided to take that clip out of context and just use it against me any way they can. Oh, no. Rude. I hope yes. they're not watching. Rude. I tell them this all the time. They're disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> the disrespect I'm shown, especially being, like, one of the only girls in our friend group. Like, the fuck? The, dis Awful. the disrespect I am shown. <laughs> I'll still beat them up. I think you I might will. have to. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it for you. Ugh. Oh my god, thank you so much. <laughs> Don't need to beat anyone up for you. I'm not that strong, but like I can try. You know, I uh I've got a I've got a few people on my on my hit list, but uh we'll we'll keep that we'll keep that buried for a bit. We'll we'll cross that bridge <laughs> when we get there. Yeah. If we ever have to get to it. Just slide in the DMs, baby. I got your back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to talk about, want to know, want to ask? I think, I, I mean, like, I could talk to you for hours, but, like, <laughs> as far as this goes, we'll probably, we can, we can, <laughs> like, we can wrap it up. Like, we can, you're like, you're, you're like, can we, can we wrap it up? <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I mean, but I'm like, you know. I, like, I know what you're, I, I know what you're saying. Ages, like. So, is there is there anything else that you would like to ask before we we do? Hmm. It's not something necessarily I want to ask, but I will say when I was, because uh, I write all my notes as, for this yeah. stuff and for, like, Chili, like, in general, it just makes me remember things, so I'm not kind of just, like, on the fly. Yeah. I always just kind of randomly grab pens to do it, and I originally grabbed the pink pen to write these, and then I'm answering in purple... So now I have your hair color on the page. As soon as Love I picked it. pink, I was like, oh, well, I have to do purple as, like, how I write the answers. It's... Love it. So people are telling you to go brunette and blonde. Ah. No, no. Right. This right. is the brand. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> I'm, I, like, as someone, like, so I'm originally just a brunette and, like, my hair is, I need a shower anyways, but, like. I dyed my hair red, like red, red recently. So everyone's just like, oh, are you like, are you naturally a brunette? I'm like, you see these goddamn roots? You bet your ass I'm a fucking brunette. <laughs> but people just associated me with that for so long. And I was just like, well, I need, I needed the change of pace. Yeah. So like, sure. it's, I don't care what other people think. Yeah. I care sometimes, but like, I don't care what people think. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I put on this face, but behind it, I'm like crying. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's the fake confidence sometimes. That's all you really need. You know, I am filled with fake confidence, and uh, I I highly recommend faking it until you make it. <laughs> there you go. That's probably the yeah. best advice. Fake yeah. until you make it. <laughs> 
well thank you again so so much willow for doing this you have to thank tell you. people where they can find you of course to get to those spicy pages of yours Yes, so you can find me just at willowraven.ca. It has all of my links, including many vids, OnlyFans, loyal fans, my wish tender, my Amazon wish list, and all of my social media. Um, my social media keeps getting banned, uh, so it changes. So the most up to date will always be at willowraven.ca. Uh, you can find me there. And you know what? They should. And you, you can always. It, like I'm telling people, like this interview was one of the most fun ones I've had in so long. Boy. I'm not just saying that because I'm looking at you right now. I'm saying that because <laughs> ones that can, you know, like a good co like this has already been like an hour and a half. Yeah. And so, like that just pr like we really could probably just talk for like three hours. Oh yeah, one hundred. We definitely could. I'll definitely bring you back on. We'll make it a little. We'll make it part little seminar part us just talking love it love it i love it i'm, I'm in <laughs> all in uh, all in it <laughs> yes <laughs> all, in it. all in it bruv as the people decided yeah. to call it out of because because london <laughs> yeah <laughs> And uh, gotta do my own shameless plug here. Of course, you can follow me on Twitter at KatieRasson13. Linktree, I'm about to get out things She Lead Showcase. Twitch.tv slash She Lead Showcase. Typically Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern. YouTube.com slash She Lead Showcase. Watch the videos because they're way more entertaining. You can see why I'm laughing at things. How I talk with my hands a lot. This is the Italian in me. Like, this, this is just how I talk. Uh, but if you want to, like, you know, listen to it on your way home, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Sheely Showcase is the brand, the little empire, the weekly show, Inside the Mind Of that you're currently watching or listening to, as you should be. Uh, this is the interview series I do. All of my past friends have been on here. All of, all of the people. There's about, like, 20-some episodes. You guys can go check all of those out. There's, I feel like there's been so many and then not a lot at the same time. Right. Yeah. So, because somebody asked me the other day, they're like, how many have you done? I was like, 20 something? They're like, that's it? I'm like, I know. Every two weeks it comes out. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I take some breaks because I don't have a guest. Um, <laughs> contacting new people scares me. I don't know what to tell you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then, of course, Heel Tactics underscore for creating all of the music that you all will hear in the beginning and the end of this episode and all of the other shows on She Lead. Again, Willow, thank you so, so much. I had a thank fucking you. blast. Yay! <laughs>